Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about comics and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, Dylan and Ian. What's up, everybody? I am Dylan, and the other voice we'll be hearing is Ian, and welcome to Nerd Talk. So, today we've got a lot of news, a lot of different stuff was said, uh, and I think the first most interesting thing we'll talk about is, well, I don't know about the most interesting, but something that's very interesting is Jason Bourne versus Batman, because Matt Damon said that Jason Bourne would kick the crap out of Batman, and of course, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are, you know, best buds and everything, and since they're playing the characters that would be fighting... You know, we're, we're going to go down the list, because we can't necessarily say if uh, if Jason Bourne would beat the Ben Affleck Batman, considering the fact that Ben Affleck, we haven't seen him yet, and Ben Affleck is also about five times bigger than Matt Damon. He's but As Batman, he's huge. He did not clarify whether it be a fist fight or just a fight. So, but Jason Bourne uses his environment a lot with guns and stuff, so he never clarified whether it'd be a fist fight. Well, he says Batman's got to take on Superman first. If he could beat him, then maybe he could take on Jason Bourne. Uh, the thing is, like, we don't know who'd win that fight. We haven't seen uh, Ben Affleck. I I would probably go for the Ben Affleck Batman because he's way you have to because way just, bigger than Jason Bourne. There's no way like, Matt Damon's never been the shape Ben well, Affleck because, is because like Batman. Uh, Andy's Batman. Matt Jason Bourne would beat the crap out of. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna go down the list of all the other Batmans. Okay. Starting off with Adam West Batman. He'd be the crap out He'd probably have, like, Jason Bourne or Powers. I couldn't watch that fight because, like, he'd just shoot him in the face and it'd be over. Like, Batman would be dead in my childhood and everything would be dead. That just, like, I, I couldn't watch that fight. It'd be so devastating. Yeah, Jason Bourne would kick the absolute crap out of Adam West Batman. Unless he did, like, a sweet judo flip or something. He might have Jason Bourne repellent. He could. He could have, like, anti-spy repellent or something. And then just neither one of them wins. They but, you know, with Batman, you gotta take on Robin, too. So, Batman versus oh, Batman and Robin. That would be sad to watch. <laughs> you would just kill both of them immediately. <laughs> that wouldn't go well. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's a murderer and is yeah, insane. So, I think, I think so like, I don't know who would win that one. I think it all depends on, like, the environment and the prep they have. Yeah. Because Michael Keaton has no, has no quarrels with killing. Say they're in a kitchen and they meet. I feel like Michael Keaton would shove Jason Bourne in the oven and then turn the oven on. Yeah. <laughs> I think Michael Keaton... I think, I think Jason Bourne would probably get out of the oven and shove him in the oven. I don't like, Jason Bourne, constantly them shoving each like, other in the Matt oven. Matt Damon is clearly the physical superior to Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, Michael Like, Keaton. he wasn't in shape at all. He had a sweet perm, though. You know, Michael Keaton probably has, like, a gun on his belt. He just hasn't used it yet. Yeah, he could, like... Oh, that wouldn't go so well. If they're on a rooftop, I'm giving it to Michael Keaton. If they're in a kitchen, I don't know. Like... I think I'd give it to Jason Bourne in the kitchen. Cause the thing is, it, it depends if he could beat Michael Keaton, because Michael Keaton Batman is crazy. I mean, yeah. he, he's just insane. So, I think on a rooftop, I'd give it to him, because he would immediately throw Jason Bourne off the rooftop, and he wouldn't do anything. And in, like, a kitchen, I think I'd have to give it to Jason Bourne. I feel like he would take his head and, like, shove it into a cabinet. Yeah, but you like stab him with a knife. Yeah, Mike Keaton would probably grab a knife too and shove it. In True, there that's the thing. You think they'd kill each other? It'd be a draw. They probably would. Yeah, it's a draw in the kitchen on a rooftop. I'm giving it to Keaton though. Okay. I, don't know. I think it's a draw all the way around with those two. All right, next Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer wasn't as crazy, but he did kill. He could have easily saved Two Face, but instead he <laughs> threw all the coins and killed him. He elected to kill him when he could have easily been like, "Hey, I got your coin right here." Instead, he does make. I don't remember Val Kilmer's <laughs> Batman that much, so. He was. I think Matt Damon would kill him in about two seconds. Okay. What about George Clooney? George Clooney. Well, well he's he's got those really awesome like ice skates. <laughs> or, or, or they no no they were. Or they. I don't. I don't know. I think uh, Matt Damon would win that one too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we we've got the most interesting with the Bale Batman. With how? Where would they fight there? Like a parking garage? He gets Batman gets butt kicked. Yeah, because Bale Batman... He takes, he's too slow. He never really did it. He never really went against anyone that was that physical. But hold on, this is what's going to happen. If Bat Damon doesn't kill him, Bruce is going to go do a couple push-ups and pull-ups in the prison, and then he'll immediately beat him. Just like Bane. I, just, I still can't get over that. Bane just absolutely... <laughs> Bane just absolutely <laughs> kicks his butt, then he goes and he's I mean, like... It was a you little... know what's... Hold on, hold on. He... 
He had the Batcave and all those millions of dollars worth of crap that he had to train with. But you know the best training method? <coughs> well, it really is push-ups, but you wouldn't get that big off push-ups. You just get really defined you know what the, off push-ups. The best training method is just going to a prison, doing push-ups and pull-ups and climbing up a wall. I just want to say, about, hold on, I know we're going off top a little bit here, but that, the Dark Knight Rises, not one other person ever thought, maybe I'll jump without the rope, maybe the rope holds me back. Like, not one person was like... I think the rope would hold you back that much, though. I mean, it is a little mental block. I mean, I can see it. I mean, that is a good point because it, it's been proven that, like, science, your your mind, like, knows. But my, my point is, like, not one guy was like, my life sucks so bad, it doesn't really matter if I fall. I'm just going to try it without the rope, you know? True. Like, all those dudes were huge. It wasn't like they were bad free climbers. Like, they all had time to Maybe that was the problem. They got too muscly from all those push-ups. <laughs> well, you don't get muscly from push-ups. You get really defined. Well, not, not, like, not Christian Bale. He got huge. How did they get fed, too? Did someone just, like, like an airdrop just randomly come in and just, like, boom? I don't know. Like, they could treat people with broken And not one backs. person, not one person ever found that pit, like, that was uh, that was not supposed to fight. Like, hey, 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 this is the Marvel Bashing DC podcast, not the other way around, uh, okay? And I love the old movies. I mean, this is, yeah, yeah. We're and supposed, I love, I love. We're supposed to be bashing Marvel. Dylan, Dylan doesn't like Dark Knight Rises very much. I love Dark Knight Rises, but there are a lot of convenient plot holes in the, in the film. Like, he gets, he gets out, and there's no, like, you think you'd have someone guarding, like, the most... Damned prison on Earth, right? Well, not, <laughs> and not one person is guarding it. He lets the rope out, not even knowing what those guys are convicted of. Like you just think a bunch of girls go by and are like, or excuse me, that that's sex. A bunch of people go by and are like, oh look, it's just a giant well. We'll get water later. I mean, it's just too much, too much. And then Batman lets out how many convicted murderers and rapists <laughs> onto the scene. That would have been them. sick if Batman got all those guys to come back with him to Gotham and fight. That would have been pretty then cool. Then they rape and kill everyone in Gotham. They rape the bad guys. Is it really rape? Yes. Damn. Rape just means, like, unconsenting sex, so... Unless those guys were liking it, it's rape. <laughs> they were all in prison. This uh, podcast really got to PG-13. So, really how do you think the fight would go? They're in a parking garage. Jason. Batman versus uh, Christian Bales? Yes. I, th- I think Bourne would have him. It wouldn't be which like- bat suit because he got more nimble each bat suit. If it's the first bat suit, he has no chance. If it's the second bat suit, well, like the beginning bat suit looked more nimble than the one he had in the beginning of Dark Knight. It seemed different than the begins bat suit. Is it just? Is it just? Them? We're going with the upgraded uh, Dark Knight suit. Okay, is it just him with no like no vehicles and just his utility belt? Because he doesn't we'll, really have. We'll her. do two fights. We'll do one chasing since Bourne's great at those chases. Okay, Batman wins that because he just blows. His... Well, yeah, well, he's not. He doesn't kill. He's fine. He would have Catwoman. And all the bat, all, all the Batman's. He's he does kill or he doesn't kill. He just doesn't stop you from dying. But he, he he's better than so, all the other. So ones. you're saying he like puts the Batmobile in drive and jumps out. Pretty much, yeah. He's like, I ain't kill him. So yeah, I mean, like Two Face, like Batman. That, that's what I like about Christopher Nolan's Batman. Even though he didn't, quote unquote, kill, he he made the choices, and he knew. Oh, someone he was killed Two Face. He straight up killed him. Yeah, but he There's did. No denying, he was, but it's justified. I'm not saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not I, saying he murdered. I'm him. I'm not like the, bad, the Batman no. hard, hardcore fanboys are like, oh, he didn't kill him. No, he killed him. But I like that he made the choice to kill him. It's like Superman and Man of Steel. I like the choice he made. Well, yeah, because I like because in the comics he'll be put with that choice, but then he'll uh, he'll have some special battle rank. Oh no, he doesn't have to kill him. It's like that's way too convenient. But there, he actually had to kill him. I like that. This is but, a gun. <laughs> but Bale versus Bourne in a hand hand fight Bourne because Bourne's more nimble and faster. Although Batman might catch him with a battering in the face. <laughs> and, and, and Bourne doesn't die. Bourne just is terminally like paralyzed. So, oh yeah, I yeah, mean. Yeah. I, I, I think I think that'd be an awesome fight to see, but a Bourne would win. I think Bourne's the better fighter. I, see, I don't think Batman. I, don't, I think Ben Affleck's Batman will beat. Oh no! Question. Because I mean, you saw him in that just for those few seconds. You saw how fast he was. Oh yeah, he looked like comic book Batman. So, he kicked the crap out yeah, of Bourne. Yeah, Bourne don't have a chance. But I love Jason Bourne. I can't wait for the new Bourne movie. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. But well, hopefully. But uh, yeah, Bourne would beat Bale Batman. So yeah, that's that's the the final thing for our thoughts on. Uh, Born versus Batman. Next up, we got uh, Simon Kinberg. Simon Kinberg, who's the Kevin Feige of Fox. Better. I like Simon Kinberg. So I like Simon Kinberg. a lot better Simon. than um, Kevin Feige. Because the the the, the, the X Men movies have so much of a better feel than than the Marvel movies, in my opinion. Alright, so anyway, Simon Kinberg said he saw a rough cut of the Deadpool movie. He said it's great. It it uh, gives us everything we were promised in the trailer. And he said that they're already thinking about sequels, but they don't know anything yet. And, yeah. My, my issue with this is, 
There's only one movie I've ever heard that they watched and they said that sucks, and that was Jupiter Ascending. That's the only movie I've ever heard a studio look, watch and be like, oh crap, we really we really screwed the pooch on this one. Every, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Everyone was like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be everything you want in a Wolverine movie. Wait, did the producer yes, really say that? The producer said it. Hugh Jackman said it. Green Lantern. All this stuff. And it's it's like, I mean, I don't, a studio has to do it because they have to hype. I mean, it would be pretty bad. The producer was like, damn, this movie's going to suck, guy. I want to see if I were you. I understand that, but I, you got to take it with the grand. So I personally think Deadpool's going to be the best movie next year. But I can't trust a producer saying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't. I just you you can't. It's like it's like trusting, it's like trusting the guy selling you a car. He ain't gonna tell you how bad the car is and then expect you to buy it. But I I, I believe on this one. I think it's gonna be great. I'm really. But, you ha- but I mean, even if the movie was total crap, you yes, be I like, agree with that there. But I don't think this is gonna be total crap. I don't know, but I do I do like Simon. He's really good. <laughs> it's it's Kinberg. Oh Kinberg. I like him. I do like the way the tone of the movie is. I'm I'm really hoping this movie. Kills it because if it does, I think they're gonna let Wolverine go R. Well, I, no, because they'll, they'll by the time this movie comes out, they'll already be filming they Wolverine. Have, no, when they said when they said they're starting filming, I don't. The movie comes out in 2017. Yeah, but Wolverine's not. Near this as, comes out next year. Yeah, but Wolverine's not near as effects heavy as other things. Yeah, but it depends on who they want to put in it. And yeah, how but look, Jobs it. filmed this year, and they're already releasing it. This That's year. Jobs. That yeah. requires literally no CGI at all. Wolverine's way different than Steve Jobs. All I'm saying is, um, I don't. I think they're going to be too far into filming to be like, "Hey, now we can change the script and everything to match our rating." I'm going to look that up right now while we're doing this. Right now, you do that, but because you got to think, they got before even shooting, they have to have a script and all that crap. Well, and I, they, I never heard him say the script was turned in yet, so. Whatever. I'm. I don't think this will change whether Wolverines are or not because it's not gonna be like oh they're part way through th- filming we can make it R now let's change the script let's do this let's do that I don't I don't think that's gonna work but yeah I'm really I think Deadpool's gonna be great uh, Emily Blunt said some stuff about her being in Captain Marvel uh, let's see well at the Toronto International Film Festival promoting her upcoming film. I like uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, I hope she's uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, so they don't. So the Wolverine starts sh- shooting early next year. So that doesn't say when, which means they can put it R. They can make it R. Early next year could be. It could be like March. It doesn't matter. Okay, but February is when the Deadpool movie comes yeah. out. I see. It's crazy. She said, "I've not had a phone call about it. Not one was for Captain Marvel." Call her Marvel, please, <laughs> and let her hair stay long and blonde. Oh, you gotta hate that Captain Marvel design where she's got like the stupid mohawk. I and all hate that. That. Crap. that looks so stupid, especially with how pretty Emily Blood is. Don't you <laughs> dare do that. She would blow every darn woman in the Marvel. Well, maybe besides Natalie Portman, out of the water. <laughs> she's not a, Natalie Portman isn't a hero. I don't care. She's she, especially with how Scarlett Johansson's hair is. Oh my gosh! But I'm not looking at her for looks. I'm looking at her acting. Her acting is terrible. But Scarlett Johansson is not a bad actor. I, I actress. Th- I, don't, I don't think she's a very good actress. I think she's good. She just has that grinding voice. Oh, I just, her, her voice. Megan Fox. It's like, what happened to your voices? Like Emily Blunt, she is a very pretty woman and has a good voice. <laughs> How come other actresses like it's one or the other? Scarlett doesn't talk. It's fine when she talks. At least they, at least they didn't try to make her have a terrible Russian accent. Dear God, that would have been terrible listening to her Russian accent. Uh, but yeah, I'm really hoping she's Captain Marvel. That's my I, that's my pick for Captain Marvel. She'd be great. Uh, and another bit of news. Hold up, hold up. Before, before we get off, while we're on Captain Marvel. If Marvel is smart at all, they will not put Ronald Rousey in consideration at oh, all. Oh, they won't. They won't. I know they won't. I mean... She'd have, be has, terrible. Has anyone seen her act? I mean, you talk about nails on a chalkboard. It she's is terrible. It is so bad. And the worst part about it would be because she's a fighter. She'd go in there and she'd be acting so tough and they'd probably make her the toughest of them all. Like, beat up Hulk. Could you imagine that? She beats up Hulk. No, uh, just, she's she's a terrible actress. Absolutely terrible as an actress. Okay, so moving on. Uh, Elizabeth Ol- Olsen confirmed that... I like Elizabeth Olsen, too. <laughs> she confirmed <laughs> that Baron Zemo is the main villain in Civil War. Can we please have her at the, as a look as uh, as she had at the end of Avenger, Age of Ultron? She said that... I don't know how to she pronounce this dude's a- name. The guy that's playing Zemo she said, Bro is an incredible actor and he's playing the main villain in it. So, I, don't, I don't really know much about him. You gotta tell me. I'm ex- I don't know the actor at all. Uh, I'm, I'm talking ex- about the character. Zemo. He's a cool Captain America villain. He's one of the. He's probably my second favorite Captain America villain. Behind. Behind a uh, nuke. Or I don't know if I like him or Red Skull better. It's hard to say. You don't like Crossbones. I like Crossbones, but at the end of the day, he's just an idiot that can fight well. 
It just seems and like it, they're, they're still. Shoving, he still it got. Feel, his it feels like they feel. Like, it seems like they feel like um, they have too many. Uh, they have too. They, they didn't have enough heroes in it, so they're just trying to cram it full with bad guys. And well, who other bad guys do you have? You have Crossbones. Um, they're talking about that the the more the uh, uh, Frodo, not Frodo, Bilbo is going to be like the the main guy pushing for the agenda, so he's going to be bad by definition. He's going to be like a Robert Redford character. So that's at least three bad guys there. You know they're going to. Wait, he's going to be a bad guy. I, I thought we he, didn't know his character. Yet. I, what I understand is he's gonna be like the um, the senator or whatever that pushes the whole act. Uh, okay. So technically, he's gonna be bad. I really hope they give him a good role because I he's love a great him. Actor. I mean, they ruined Robert Redford. Robert Redford was a great actor. Oh, his Robert, his yeah. character was so plain vanilla. No matter how good you want to say the Russo brothers are, his character was so plain and vanilla and so uh, so painfully obvious. That he was a bad guy. Yes, yeah. it was so bad. Welcome back to the Marvel, as soon as, as, Marvel podcast, everyone. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as that film, we bashed DC the, for a little. Bit, I was in the, I was in the, I was in the theater with, with my, with my, uh, my ex girlfriend, and as soon as he came on the screen, I looked at her and I said, "He's the main bad guy." Didn't I? I didn't even hear him talk. I was like, "He's the main bad guy." Well, it's so easy to tell. I mean, for one, you don't get an actor like that and give him a, a, a tiny role unless you're George Lucas. You give Mason, you give Samuel L. Jackson a completely tiny role, benign role. Uh, oh, big words now. Yeah. Big words. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it's just. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. I gotta yeah. stop hating on Marvel. Uh, so, uh, well, she Elizabeth, also said she was a wild card. You read that too, right? Yeah. She Elizabeth Olsen said, and he's incredible. It's a movie about people as opposed to robots this time. So it's darker and allowed to be darker because it gets more in the midst of humans rather than machines. We've been hearing about Marvel being darker forever. I hope it's true this time. It will be darker than Age of Ultron, I have no doubt, purely because of the fact that the Russo brothers are darker. They're not that much darker. It's like white and then a very, dar- like, a little bit darker Egg white. Eggshell white. Was that darker than normal white? The one that they did a lot better, I like that they did. They did the fight scenes a lot better. Oh, the fight scenes are freaking amazing. They were they were a lot better. In Age of Ultron. But the only issue I have with that was they haven't done any really people with powers yet. So, like, they gotta see how they're gonna do it. Because the, the hand-to-hand fight scenes, I mean, Cap is enhanced, but he's not like a, you know, he's not like Superman, so... Well, I'll see that. That yeah, but they because they, they basically copied the Born formula, which is great. That's no one you, for me, Born has the best fight. Scene. Oh yeah, Born those, had better fights. If you want to see how to do a fighting hand to hand combat, go watch that. Because those fightings are so awesome, they feel so natural, and they're great. And uh, Captain and America there's no pre- music in it either. Yeah. it's just straight up the boom. Nice drums, but uh, the Captain America movies pretty much just copied that, and that was great. It was smart because uh, Greengrass did an amazing job with those fight scenes. Oh yeah, Paul Greengrass knows how to do that. I, I, he got in a little too, little too much shaky cam for me at the end of it, but he's good. But um, imagine them doing a Marvel movie. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's my thing with Marvel is I'm hoping they can uh they can get directors. Actually, this course, this sort of like goes into our next uh our next subject. But first off, I'm really excited about Zemo being in this movie, and I think Civil War. What's he do? What he's got stones, but besides that, he doesn't have powers. I'm not going to explain all that okay. right now. But, uh, anyways... No, it's, it's, it's site crashed. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the live I got, podcast. I got, all, I got all the news of the, like, the flash player crashed. Anyways, so um, our next thing is the fact that a lot of people have been talking about superhero movies dying. And one thing that I think that Marvel is helping contribute to the fact that superhero movies are dying is the fact that they're not getting, like movie directors so much as they're getting directors that they can say, hey, make this movie for us. We've got it all planned out. And the directors that they do get, they're like, they. I feel like they constrain them a little too much. Because everything, if you were to tell me one director directed every Marvel movie, I would believe you. See, see that's the issue I have. It's a problem with the, that's why I'm scared about DC. The problem with this big shared universe, while it's cool, is it really handcuffs you. Like the comics, don't really, because the comics, so much is going on. A million different on. writers, a million different yeah. artists, everything feels different. Yeah, and, and even though there's like some continuity. I mean, I don't think in comics you have that much continuity. There's um, a ton of it. That's the problem. No, because like when you read Green Lantern, like my perfect Green Lantern, his book, he's this be- he's this really cool guy that beats the crap out. And then when you read him in Justice League, he's completely different. It's like what happened? So when, he's and, funny, but he gets and, the crap. And, and the in the movies, you can't do that. You can't just completely destroy a character in different movies. And the problem with like the big issue with DC is going to be. Where's Superman when the Earth is getting threatened in Central City or Coast City? Because Superman can be there in a second. It's not like Batman who doesn't have powers. And so you're going to run into all these continuity issues. You have to, and that's what Kevin Feige's all about. You know, you got to have this, you got to have that. And it's like, well, that, kind of, that really limits your storytelling ability. Because it's like, well, I want to do this. And they're like, no, we, we want to use him for something else. It's like, well, then all I can use is this cookie-cutter storyline that, you know, is going to be used. I think the way to go 
is ins- is to go and look at the comics and make good comic book movies. Like um, instead of like Marvel, uh, for they've been doing this for a while. Like Age of Ultron had nothing to do with the Age of Ultron comic. That's not necessarily a bad thing because the comic wasn't exactly great. And the two main characters in that comic, Wolverine Invisible Woman, are not owned by uh, Disney Marvel, but still. That like Winter Soldier, it had the feel of Ed Brubaker's Winter Soldier, but the storyline was completely different. Still a good movie, but I think if they want to keep it alive, they need to base it more off the comics. Or if not that, make good original movies and let their directors have a style to their movie. My while still keeping true to the comics in oh, terms of how the characters say, are. That's all I want to say. What was going to say? For, like for instance, Dark Knight feels way different than any other Batman movie because it's Chris Nolan's Dark Knight. Yeah, but those films are different. Just have a completely. That's different what I'm saying. They're completely different because they're cri- they let the Apparently, director do what he wanted. I haven't read those storylines. Apparently, they draw a lot on the comic books. They do, but it's nothing like the comic books at the same time because they take a bunch of different elements and they bash them together, and then it makes it to where it's. I thought, that, I thought he did the Scarecrow really cool. When that was cool. Oh yeah, he did. But I like, love. I love the guys who played him. I what? love him in Dark Knight Rises. I don't remember his this name. This is really a sentencing hearing. <laughs> he, he's he's great uh, as playing Scarecrow. Colin but Murphy, I think. I don't remember his name. He's some British guy. He's on on the Peaky Blind. Sorry about that, we're back. We had to pause real quick. Anyways, uh, basically what I think they need to do with superhero movies is do what Winter Soldier did, except don't take the name of the comic. Like, I like how Winter Soldier, they took the feeling of a comic, and then they uh, changed it to where it had the feel of the directors, but I don't like the fact that they took the name of Winter Soldier, the comic book, because I'm expecting to see that storyline, but instead we got something different. Like, it it had the feel of Ed Brubaker's Winter Soldier, which I liked, but the storyline was not that. And that's what I want co- uh, comic book movies to do. Like, Man of Steel takes in elements from, like, uh, from Birthright, from Secret Origin, from Last Sun, and it adds them up into a Zack Snyder stylized uh, comic. Except it didn't take up the name of any actual comic book. Superman Man of Steel was a series of comics by John Byron. It wasn't trying to do that like Winter Soldier was, and I, that's what I want superhero movies to be. It had the style of Zack Snyder with a bunch of comics mashed up. Um, I want... Style. I don't like the way Zack Snyder shoots his day scenes. I hate it. Uh, some, I like it. There's some... There, to me, there's a tent when he's in the daylight. Uh, when he's at night, you're right, I think he has like the, the coolest cinematography at night, but for some reason during the day, I don't like his shots. Like, he doesn't know how to do good, like... I don't know. For me, his you just don't like the lighting and all. Yeah, that? Yeah, the lighting during the, like I'm fine at, with at it. night. It's perfect. Like when it's dark or something, like low light, it's good. But when it's when it's like it's supposed to be bright outside and stuff, it's this weird like I don't know tent. It makes me. It makes me like, feel like, like like a like in like a like a dreamish world where it's not like it's not like real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know about that. To, to me, the X Men have done the best job at keeping superhero movies alive. <laughs> you look at X Men One and you look at the newest X Men. They are not the same. Like uh, like uh, for me with Marvel. Again, like I was saying, you can tell it seems like it's directed by the same exact guy every single time. If you were to tell me the same guy directed every Marvel movie, I would believe you besides Iron Man 1 and Incredible Hulk. Those have different feelings. To where, like, X-Men, you go from X-Men 1 to First Class, Days of Future Past, they all feel different while being in the same universe and they can fit and then Deadpool's gonna completely throw everything up which is great like it's gonna be like oh this is so much different but at the same time I can see it taking place in the X-Men universe and I think more uh, superhero movies need to do that to keep that alive Zack Snyder was saying uh, he sort of agrees with Spielberg he was saying that uh, well to keep the superhero movie genre from dying we need to make better movies and I'm like yes that's exactly what you need to do um, because Steven Spielberg said that superhero movies are going to go the way of the Western. I kind of agree with him there. I do, too. Because you uh, can already see people are... Not superhero movies in general, but you can see because the Marvel movies aren't making as much money because now. Because they're getting stale. Because they're getting stale, like the Westerns. And so, that's what's going to be about DC, is DC is darker. DC is going to fresher. significantly help Marvel, I feel. I and Marvel's I going to significantly help I think DC. It depends. I think if, if DC makes a great movie, yes. I think it's going to hurt Marvel, because people are going to be like, well, this is serious, and this is a lot better than that. That just happy go lucky. Now, if the DC movie stinks, then I think people are going to be like, "Oh, well, it was fun. It was a lot fun over time, you know, with my kids when I go watch a Marvel movie." No, I think it's going to help. If it, if it's good, which I think it is going to, I think DC's going to help Marvel. Marvel's going to help DC because people will be seeing DC movies. They're like, "Okay, I want something lighter." They go see Marvel movies, then they're going to be like, "Okay, I want something darker." And people are just going to go back and forth, and they're going to have variety. And I think that's great. I think DC coming into the field now is going to significantly help Marvel. If DC never came into the movie genre right now, then I think Marvel would die off really quickly because there would be no balance it would just be uh you would just have these really light-hearted movies but with dc what uh you have it and also fox is helping as well but i think they're going to help each other and that's what i think fox is a great job with their mark fox i think is really underrated with 
how everyone hates him for the Fantastic Four, and I never saw the movie, but from all accounts, it was terrible. Kate Mara, the actress who played Invisible, and just said she never saw it because of how bad the reviews were. Wow. But, um... <laughs> Mar- Fox does a really good job with their with their stuff. I mean, you can complain about X Men Two, X Men Three, um, and Wolverine, but I mean, look at Days of Future Past. I love that movie. I think that movie. When you talk about great great superhero movies, I feel like that gets left out for some reason. Days of Future Past. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, I, I mean, I, besides the Wolverine part, if I wasn't such a big Wolverine fan, the movie would be almost perfect for me, especially with how good. I only have two problems with that movie. That's how little they use Wolverine. Too much and, and too much mystique. Yeah, that was my problem. But Magneto and and uh, Xavier are great. Those two. Oh, those two. They, they may. I mean, I present love, or past are great. Yes, I, but for some reason I care a lot more about them in the in the, the younger. younger actors because I just, I just feel like they're like because they're more in the center of it. To where yeah. in the modern day, like uh, they're, they're not a doing a whole lot. Yeah. Like my needles. But the, the Fox does a really good job with their movies, and Deadpool is just going to catapult them. Especially if they can find someone, I don't think they're ever going to be able to put Deadpool in an X Men movie and not compromise his character. Oh my goodness, that'd be a home run. Especially if you could have a, I know Hugh Jackman's leaving, but a Wolverine Deadpool team movie. Could you imagine? Can you imagine that a Fox announcing we're going to announce? I mean, you have Civil War, Batman vs Superman. I think can you imagine a Deadpool vs Wolverine movie? How many people would be flocking to the theater to see that movie? Especially if Deadpool is great, which I think it's going to be. And the movie be rated R, so they can have all the jokes and all the gore and everything they wanted to have. My gosh, Deadpool and Wolverine. If there's even like a two minute fight scene in uh in the Wolverine, the next Wolverine movie that features those two, even if they're not fighting against each other, they're fighting together. It'd just be awesome. it, it would blow. It would be freaking amazing. I think that, I think that'd be cooler to see on screen than Batman and Superman, just because of no, the fact that my, the me. reason I say that is because Batman is so. To me, Batman. I love Batman, but he's a lackluster character compared to Superman. He just can't hold his own. He just can't. And so, Ooh. Superman. Ooh. Superman would just beat everybody. I mean, oh, I'm just waiting for the all the hate. All on you people calling Batman Marvel. a lackluster character. He is. If, if you have 30 guys, to you think fight, you got hate before for bashing Marvel. Now calling Batman a lackluster character. It's like there's a video on YouTube. It's, it's a cartoon. <laughs> it's, it's an animated video, and it's like. Batman's there, the whole Justice League comes like, what'd you do, Batman? And Superman's like, oh, not Alien Invasion Tuesday, and just wipes them all out. And Batman's it's just the, like, like, it's a college humor video. Yeah, college humor. And Batman's just sitting there like, because Batman couldn't have done nothing. It's just like, and Deadpool and Wolverine, they'd be much more uh, balanced together. Although they're going to make Batman like a god in this movie because they have to make him uh, through Superman. I, I, like, have a, have a quote on a t shirt Batman is a lackluster character, Ian, 2015. And someone wants to make that design, take that shirt. Because I love Batman. For a second, it's working back now. Yeah, Mike, the cord. Became Someone making that person. T-shirt. Batman has a last lack- lackluster character. Ian, twenty minutes. He really <laughs> is. You think about. It. He's a billionaire who doesn't really do anything. <laughs> he, I mean, he 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 gets little kids to come help him. Uh, he fights pretty lame characters besides the Joker. And the only reason the Joker is good because. Uh, He's crazy. And he just does stuff because I mean he's a the Joker. I love the Joker, but Joker's a lackluster character. If you if you have him go against Superman or Green Lantern or uh, Wonder Woman, I, I like Batman because he's the opposite of why everyone else likes him. Everyone else likes him because he's this relatable guy. I don't view him as that. I I like him because he's a crazy person who fights crime. I think that's awesome. Like Batman, I would not want to be friends with Batman at all. But really, look, he look, might recruit me, and I don't want to be look, doing look that. At, what substance is there to his character? He's a billionaire who fights crime. That's awesome, but I don't but relate to that at all. That? There's, what, what depth do you have there? He's because of the whole thing with his parents, the problem is the parents' dead thing has been going on for 75 years, and so that gets a bit repetitive, but his storylines are great. As far as, like, if you're going just the character himself, which is what you're talking about, you're right. I don't, like, I wouldn't say he's a lackluster character, but I like it because it's a crazy person who fights crime. I think that's awesome. But as far as, like, a good hero guy, he's He's fighting the fight, he's doing what's right, except for the fact that he doesn't realize that the justice system is Gotham is corrupt, so he needs to kill the Joker, and the fact that I won't kill the Joker because if I do, it's too easy and I'll never stop. Have some self-control, Batman! You don't have to kill every single person! You don't have to kill him! Just He's like- so self-disciplined, but when it comes to killing someone, oh, I, I can never stop. He's not self-disciplined. Did you not, did you not read All-Star Batman and Robin? I did. <laughs> you didn't read it. He know, beats the living crap oh. out of all those p- cops and everyone. And like, yeah, he, but that's different. That's a different universe. That's the All Star universe. One thing I, I think I don't understand is okay. Bat, why doesn't Batman just like you know? Oh no, the Batmobile in Haywire. I'm not driving it, but it's going straight towards the Joker. Batman's not like that. 
No, like that. No, he 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 just tries to crash motorcycle. I thought that scene was so stupid in Dark Knight. Hit me. You know what, Batman? Why don't you just put on the brakes, get off, and throw a battering at his head? Instead, he's like, I gotta crash this motorcycle. Well, that was because they had that whole plan with Gordon. <laughs> that was stupid. I thought that was stupid. But, I... So you think Batman's a lackluster character? Compared to other characters, he's a very lackluster character, yes. I, I like him. Have you, I mean, it's cool to think of Batman. Oh, he's just, he's just God has all these guys. But really sit down and think about it. And, to, and, to me, that's what makes his story so great is because he's such an easy character to write. That's yeah, why he's he got is. so many great characters. To where, like, Superman and Green Lantern as well, it takes a specific type of writer to write good stories for those characters. Well, Batman, yeah, you can take you can't, you can't, pretty you can't, much you can't just say Even an idiot like Frank Miller can write a good Batman you story. You can't just say, oh, Batman can look at those aliens and just blow them out of existence. No, Batman has to figure a way out to do it. No, that's what people find interesting, and Superman can't do that either. But see, but see I, I don't find it very interesting because it's like, no, because if those al- if those people were smart, they'd kill Batman. It's like, you make Batman so Oh, smart. you're saying Batman's bringing villains down. Yeah, because it, the, okay, the Joker's the one you can't use that with because the Joker doesn't want to kill him. Here, here's my thing. like You, you write, uh, Comic Story brought this up before in the Weekly Poll podcast, which is something you don't listen to. But anyways, uh, he was saying his problem with Batman is the inconsistency, which I agree. One second, he'll be up there fighting parademons on Apocalypse. The next, he's having tr- the next second, he's having trouble finding out where Two-Face is. There's so much inconsistency. That's why, said, that's, why said, that's why I don't like when you compromise a, a, a character. It really That's the problem with comics. Every... I mean, you have. I know. I know. There's like a billion different universes, but even in continuity and canon, like the Green Lantern things are perfect. You would not know that that's Hal Jordan in the Justice League book if you read his own book. And they're 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 in canon together. It's just there's too much character compromising, and I don't like that. But like I said, Batman, Two Face. You tell me he couldn't hit him one time in the face, not one time. Like it's just especially with all those thugs, not one of them just. That's why that's why I have a problem with Batman. He's cool and everything, but if you really sit down and think about it, you're like, darn, Batman Batman would probably get killed like every single time he fought somebody. Oh if we're talking realistic, Batman can't exist ever. Like at all, because he's unrealistic, but I'm not talking about realistic, I'm talking about in his own universe with the people trying to get him, they would get him eventually. Well, no, because Batman's so great. Like, Joker's the only... Like, if you're talking about who could take him See, on, the only there are people, like, Wraith could take... Wraith is a guy who's a uh, physical force for him, and you got, like, Deathstroke doesn't want to kill him. It's a compromising character. They just all have these... No, because that's not the way Deathstroke's character is. He doesn't want to kill Batman. That's the way... Because Deathstroke's an anti-hero talking about Marvel and Deathstroke. If what, we're about talking De- about- what about Deadshot? What? Deadshot, they made this weird thing with his character where he has a weakness when he comes to Batman, and he won't kill him, like, they explained it in this comic. See, that's so stupid. They explained it, like, you can find the panels online, too. It's to where Deathstroke's like, Deadshot's like, I have a weakness when it comes to Batman, I can't, I have trouble shooting What about shooting Bane? Him. Bane? Bane ha- is, like, the worst when it comes to the syndrome of villain first shows up and they're awesome, and the rest of the time they kind of suck. Like, every, pretty much every villain has had that, but Bane has it the worst. First time he came up, devastating force, destroyed Batman after that. Bane, he's this big guy Batman's gonna beat up. What about Killer Croc? Killer Croc's never been that great. See, it's, it's just... Uh, I'm going off all I'm looking at your wall right You're now. going on a Batman tangent. Yeah, you're looking at I know, this is like the Bat, Bat, Bash Batman thing. It's just... <laughs> but <laughs> we really I, changed. I, I, I just feel like everyone... I feel like everyone exalts Batman because he's this mere mortal that can't fight with no, with, with with the likes of Superman, but somehow he's able to because... The well, that's the thing. Characters. No, no, he can't. Even in the comics, they say he can't. And the canon comics. And the, and the non-canon comics, they go And the movies. I don't care how much Superman's holding back. Batman don't got a chance. I don't care. Yeah, Not unless Superman ate well, a diet ba- of... Batman v Superman, we will talk about when it comes to that. When we the movie's about to come out, we'll talk about that. All, all I gotta say is the only way Batman could be Superman is Superman ate kryptonite for a week straight and <laughs> lived in, like, in, a, in a cave. <laughs> That's the only way he could compete with him. But I, I like I like Batman by mine because he's a crazy person who fights crime, and I think that's really cool. Because Batman is not a normal person. You see the strict diet he goes on, like the fact that he goes for without sleep, and he's going purely to fight this crime. Like uh, I think the it was Batman, it was the Superman Batman comics. I talked about this on my channel before. It was issues like fifty three through fifty six or something. Story Batman Superman Reverse, to where uh, Batman has Superman's powers. Now Batman goes absolutely crazy because he tries to stop all crime across the world, and he's just like uh, I'm gonna stay ahead of the sunlight so that way I can get the criminals that are in the dark sort of like he does in Gotham he tries to stop crime all across the world tries him crazy like he almost kills Bane he injures Nightwing severely same with Catwoman almost kills her too he goes absolutely nuts and then he beats the crap out of the Justice League and the only person who's able to stop him is Superman's able to outsmart him and trick him to get his powers back 
And it was it showed how crazy Batman is. Like it shows if Batman had the power of Superman, you see how crazy see, this that's guy the, can go. Issue I had. They make Superman the biggest dummy. No, he's not. In that comic, he wasn't. No, a dummy. that's because he didn't have his powers. If Superman has his powers. No, he's not. In the in the media, he in is. Media. Okay, I'll, I'll yes, Batman the animated series. Bruce Tim. I hate Bruce Tim when it comes to Superman. Bruce Tim. Like he's talked about before. I remember seeing this interview and Batman and uh, the Batman Superman movie. He was talking about how he doesn't like Superman and stuff. I was like, why do you let this guy? Be anywhere near Superman. He's an idiot. See, that, that's my, Keep him to Batman. Bruce Timm's an idiot when it comes to Superman. That's my problem. I'm just scared. I don't trust... I don't trust... I trust Zack Snyder because he already did an amazing job with Man of Steel. I don't. I don't trust anyone with a Superman when Batman's involved because I just feel like they're going to take Superman and they're going to they're gonna say, well... Superman's not very smart because, like you, like we, even in the Justice League comics, we we talked about this before. We read we read Jeff Johns' League on the uh, run on the Justice League. All these people were talking, and then Batman had nothing else to do, so he had to be the brains. He had to tell him what plans to do and stuff. And it was like not one other person could came up with that. You have Hal Jordan, Barry Allen, Diana, Superman, Martian Manhunter, Cyborg. Not one well, other Martian person. Martian Manhunter wasn't part of it then. Oh well, Cyborg and Batman. Yeah, you had Aquaman. Aquaman. He's a king. Not one of these. You have to think like Diana's the. I don't know. She's a warrior princess. She's god of war uh, in the New Fifty Two. I don't know if she's still. Not, not. one I of them could think of a plan to take them down. A so good amount of Brian. Batman had to. And it reminded me of the scene in the first Avengers where Captain America is really not doing nothing besides fighting aliens on the ground. They're like, shout out, Captain. Like, they had to make you feel good about Captain America. Had, Captain America in the first Avengers, they screwed up so Yeah, bad. because he, he didn't do anything. Like, he had a terrible suit. They screwed up his character, like, in the fact that he didn't do anything. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's why I meant, like, it felt like, remember that, that circle where it was like, shout out, Captain, because he couldn't go up and fight him up in the air. And it was just like... That's lame. Like no, like they make Captain like, America so lame. Like, in the movie. Like Iron Iron Man couldn't have thought to. Oh, let's go stop him and you shoot them and Hulk, you stop. Like no one else thought of that. Because <laughs> that that's the thing though. Because Joss Whedon at first in that movie, Captain America was cool when he went down with Iron Man and uh, and Thor because it's these gods and then you have this American on steroids that's fighting. <laughs> That's basically a super steroid. It's like, that's cool. And then later on, it's like, well, you know, Captain America's the leader, and he hasn't done anything, so why don't we just have him tell him what to do? It's like, you can make Captain America cool without doing that. Well, that's what they were trying to show him, that he's a leader, but that's, that's how I feel They like did a bad way of showing Yeah, it. but I feel like that's how... Like, Captain America should be the leader, that's how but Batman they did a bad is, way That's of how Batman is in the comics. I feel like that's how he's going to be in these movies, is he's going to be the one that's going to be like, like, Superman or Wonder Woman or Flash is going to be like, we should do this, and Batman's going to be like, no, that's stupid, we have to do this. Yeah, don't listen to Wonder Woman, who's like, who in the New 2 is the god of war. Nope, and like, Batman. she knows all these strategies from being a, you know, on the Themyscira. Uh, Aquaman, who's a freaking king, and he'll, so he knows a lot of commands and stuff to do. And Superman, who's got, who's got a great intellect, but Batman, yeah. You're right about that. They do like to do that. And that's because, what because the writers think, we well, got all these powerful people, well, Batman. You got just by Batman being there. Yeah, you do. I mean, it'd be like taking, like, I, it, it'd be like this. It'd be like it'd be like playing a basketball game, and four of you are twenty six year olds, you know, well in like shape men, six five, and, and then you have a, a fourteen year old who's like five four. He's in good shape, but he can't he can't compete with you. And you're like, well, what should we do? And it'd be like, what, <laughs> hey guys? <laughs> no, you don't ask him. Like you guys are the ones that know how to do everything and are, and are the ones that have been through more than this guy. I get your point. When it comes to team books, Batman generally, except like Superman, Batman, Public Enemies, Batman, Superman are great in that. Like they write their relationship there. They still dumb Superman down a bit, they do. which I didn't care for. But besides that, because like when Captain Adam carried, Superman's like, no, I'm gonna fly their ship. It was like, it's <laughs> but uh, besides that, that book, like Jeff Loeb did a great job at writing Superman, Batman's relationship. But yeah, in a Justice League book, you write like Grant Morrison did it. Of course, Grant Morrison's Batman is. Gone. God, he's God. That's like there's, there's practically no way to beat him. Only Joker can beat Grant Morrison's Batman. It's insane. Like these white Martians came down and uh, they all mimicked everyone's powers, and so everyone got captured except for Batman. Batman came down and saved the day. See, they, that's BS. they sort of redid it in the Justice League first episode, of Justice League, that's and BS. it was stupid how they did it. Like, but Batman comes out, and they're like, oh, Batman's are useless long, because he doesn't have power, but then he saves everyone. It's stupid. Because Grant Morrison's Batman is god. If you read Grant Morrison's Batman, it's insane how good this guy is. Like, I, Grant Morrison makes good stories, but the character of Batman, I hate Grant Morrison's Batman, but the stories around him are good. But the character of Batman himself, the way Grant Morrison's write him, is bad. Because he's unstoppable. You guys think Superman's overpowered? Read a Grant Morrison Batman book. Batman's so OP. It's ridiculous. But... Bottom line, for me, Batman is this crazy guy that does these inhuman things that fights crime, and I think that's really cool. 
And that's why I love Batman because you this got this guy. Batman podcast. Yeah, that it has. We could, we could do a whole episode of Batman, but uh, you got this guy. Only for all the hate on my Twitter page. Who's Pat? <laughs> well, no one cares. No. And I love <laughs> Batman. I do love him. Yeah, you gotta point that out now. I was saying he was a lackluster character. Well, I do love him, but if you really look at him, I mean. But anyway, like he's a guy who his parents died, so he turned absolute bat crap crazy and decided to go. Anyone else whose parents died and they got millions of billions of dollars would not go and say, "Hey, I'm gonna go and learn train across the world and fight crime." And then he sits there in his father's study and he sees that bat go on his father's head, and so he decides to be a bat and fight crime, dress up. He's absolutely nuts, and I think that's awesome. That's why I like Batman. You know what's funny? Batman's not even the coolest character. It's not even the most interesting character in his own house. Alfred is way more of an interesting character. Alfred, Dick Grayson's the way no, more. No, I'd say Alfred because Alfred was what he was. He, it was like in, in he was some. Like he was SAS, like right? in, no, he's like MI five or MI six right, or something. Like he was MI six. He becomes a butler for God knows what. He was reason. an actor too. For no what reason to the Wayne's right? I got, I because and, and, and d- it depends which iterations you're on. Sometimes he owns like Thomas Wayne dead. Other times like, it's like a bunch. Regardless, of Regardless, okay, he's doing that, and then he raises this kid right because he feels this like completely dead. crazy psycho nuts yeah. kid, and then he supports him with his with his mission, and he helps him out all all while trying to take care of him. And also at the same time, he's doing everything the Wayne stuff. He's making yeah. so much BS excuses for Bruce Wayne. He's, br- he's banging and himself Alfred, full of shit. And Alfred, he the crap out of anybody. If you read Jeff Johns, I did read that book. The, what was it? The Earth uh, One? Earth it, One? Yeah. yeah. Alfred's a, awesome in that book. Poor poor Alfred. Batman trips his cane, like smacks him straight on the ground. I was like, what? Don't do a cheap shot, because Alfred's teaching a lesson. He's like, you've never fought in a war. Fighting in a war of crime is way different than fighting a war on the battlefield. And he's teaching him, like, you've never been in a war. And instead of actually, like, hand-to-hand and beating him fairly, he knocks his cane. I was like, dude, Bruce, don't do that. That's, that's just mean. But, I mean... Uh, everyone just, I don't know, Batman is just... I love Batman, but people are mad when I, uh, I did my top ten list, and I had Batman, I had Hawkeye before Batman, I liked Hawkeye better. People are like, why is that? It's because I think Hawkeye's a more interesting character. I love Batman, but I like Hawkeye better. That's if, if the, Batman was wrote, if I wrote a Batman storyline... Batman has some of the best storyline in all of the comics, but to me, as in the character himself, he's not the best character. But that's just my opinion. I'd have a really boring storyline. It'd be like a three-comic pa- like three issue in Batman. Well, you'd have Joker, like, shoot him in the head or something, or no, Bane coming, like, Someone else would kill him. I mean, he'd really easy to kill. Like, like uh, Endgame. Batman Endgame, or Death, in the, Death of the Family. He could... Why wasn't he... Because oh, he's too prideful, but he could be like, Hey, Soups, I ain't helped. The whole Bat family's been captured. That is, like, that's been explained in the comics before. In Gotham, it Gotham is Batman cities, and he doesn't want outside help unless he calls for it. Yeah, but if your whole family was captured, don't you... Batman just, doesn't I care. Told you, I just told you he's, he's too prideful. Yeah, that's the way he is. Well, I'd rather have my whole family's face cut off and call help here, Superman. Superman and Batman are supposed to be, like, good friends slash enemies right? Like, they're supposed to be, like... What? Oh, they're, An they're, uneasy friendship, right? No, not in the pre new two, they're best friends. Right. New two, so I if you saw your know, best friend so was weird. going through a bad time and his whole family was captured, you're like, darn, he could, something bad could happen. He doesn't know. Superman's busy doing his stuff and Batman doesn't tell him this. I'm pretty sure Superman. Well, if they're sister cities, like in, like in the. No, they're not, movie. though. That's only in the movie. I don't know. I find that hard to believe. Anyways, moving on. We got some questions. Could you talk about. Could you maybe talk about. No, I don't want to talk about it. New 52 is new. What? No, he said, because you may talk about what Zack Snyder said about Ant-Man on Nerd Talk. Okay, so he just said that uh, Ant-Man's the flavor of the week, and he said that we can't do that if we want to keep superhero movies alive. we got to make better movies. I completely agree with that. If you keep making Ant-Man movies like Marvel's been doing for the past well, however long, you're not going to keep superhero movies alive. Like, you can't do that with Superman and Batman. They're more they're like icons. Oh of, yeah, like, he's right because mainstays. that's the thing with Marvel. They had to explain their heroes. You can throw Superman and Batman off the screen. You don't have to. Yeah, explain but besides Everyone that, I them. feel like Wonder Woman needs to be explained. Because no, people, because every, no one knows her origin. Yeah, people know who Wonder yeah, Woman is. Yeah, they know is. who she is, but you got to explain her origin a little better. Yeah, you do. Like, because was she made of clay, or was she a daughter? or... And like Flash, well, two, she's a Flash that's more well known because I think more people sort of know his origin because of the, the show now. Um, I think it's gonna be cool whenever we get a Green Arrow movie, regardless of who it is. I'm really, I really don't want Stephen Mel's Green Arrow. I want Garrett Hudlin in the movie. He's the guy from Tron. Yeah. I thought you were talking about something anarchy. No, no, I don't want that guy. Uh, like everyone says he's a perfect casting, looks like him, but I don't want him. I want Garrett Hudlin I from think, Tron Legacy. You know, He'd the, be great. The problem with DC heroes is there's so much more powerful, really, than Marvel characters. But that works fine because everyone's no, more because powerful. Because so. then, like, how do you have like? And it depends yeah. if you're getting into entities and all that. How but if you're have, talking like, how do, like how Jordan, how do you have base Justice League and base Avengers? Yes, Justice League. How, how do you have just a citywide threat that like Superman's not going to be helping out with? What? 
Uh, because Batman doesn't want to call. Really, really, in my opinion, Hal Jordan is the second most powerful character in the DC Universe, not counting entities. Yeah. Because he, he wields the most powerful weapon. Brain knew to do, not know what to do. Brain knew to do, yes, he was. Uh, so he's, he's almost on level of Superman, and yet, how are you going to say there's a threat that he's going to, that no one, like... Yeah, it's uh, single it, like, issues. That's well. That's easy with Green Lantern, Space Threat, boom. Yeah, well, yeah, him. But with other characters, but let's say Superman, because how that's Hal Sector, right? There's just a, there's just like a citywide threat. Hal doesn't help out with a lot of stuff in his sector. There's the stuff that happens all the time. No, at, at first, at first he did in the, in the comics, and then he got banished from his sector because he was on Earth too much, and they said he wasn't paying attention to the rest of his planets. So stupid Hal. So but that's what I'm saying. Let's say something happens to Superman uh, in, on Earth, right? Superman. I mean, depends on how much they dumb down the movie. Could take on, like we saw it. Superman didn't need anybody's help take on Zod. Oh, but they would he help did with, because they would help with damage, damage control. control. God, don't even start me on that. They, they would help with damage control, and that's kind. Of, that's lame, though. Like, I don't want to see. Hey, Superman's taking on the main threat, but everyone else is. That was like, like my most hated part. Ba- of Age of, they're holding buildings. That up. was my most hated part of Age of Ultron. Was all the fact that when Hulk and Iron Man are fighting, right? Iron Man the whole time is like, "How do I not get civilians hurt?" No, you should be scared to death. The Hulk is gonna rip your damn head off and kill you. I could, yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I can understand him wonder like wanting to help civilians and worry about them. But the thing is, he shouldn't be able to be in control of that. Like Hulk's this rampaging monster, but apparently not. He's this guy that can be contained very easily. Iron Man contained him like without a problem. He had a problem with an elevator, and that was it. Like, he had no problem containing him. Anyways, our next question is from Danny, superhero expert. Is this a kid that asked me about Hawkgirl in the, in the stream? Yes, this is a guy that asked you about that. Anyways, he asked, can you also say your thoughts on the Hawkman and Hawkgirl I, costumes on their talk? So, these are the CW costumes. I, I do not mind the, the, the helmets. I think the helmets are actually decent. I'm not going to say they're, like, movie quality, but they're decent. I don't like the, the rest of cosplay. I don't they're, like the leather. I feel like they. I feel like the CW doesn't know how to do. Co- uh, they, they just feel I like. Feel they like Thanagarians would never wear this. I feel Thanagarians. That's who they are. I forgot that's how you pronounced it. I, <laughs> I feel like the CW is like, let's just leather everybody up. Let's put yeah, them as tight as close as we can because we don't have to make a like, costume. I feel like they would be different. Out of everyone else that's wearing leather, fine. That makes sense. Whatever. I feel like Thanagarians would. I the costume they, looks I, all right. I guess they don't want to go with hot girls' normal costume. But like, I, I would just say it, lo- it looks all right. It's, I'm just sick of the leather. All they have is leather, leather, leather. Yeah, I leather. wish it wasn't leather, but overall, I, it's fine. I don't really care. Like even Batman's costume in the movie's not leather. Yeah, because it shouldn't be. Yeah, but like the CW doesn't know how to make a costume without leather. Yeah, it's true. Okay, next up, same guy's question. Uh, can you talk about the order of Star Wars movies? A new person, me, should watch. Thanks. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you for the comment and. uh Four through six first, because if you start with one through three, you will not want to continue. You, no, this is what you'll say the whole time. You'll be like, this kid starts Vader? No. No. No, no. no because he'll, he won't have watched the movie. But it'll be like, it, like why why do people love this so much? Why Start with four through six. That's why uh, we watched them. All right, here's what you're going to do. I don't know how old you are, kid, but if you're over 18, if you're over 21, you're probably not. Okay, um, I don't know how old you are, but Danny... <laughs> You watch four through six, right? You're gonna love four through six. You're gonna be like, "This is awesome!" And then you get, um, if, if you're under age, don't don't tell me get drunk and watch the movie. <laughs> uh, if you're under age, hey, you can't do that. Eat a lot, like eat a lot while you're watching the movie, so you fall asleep and you don't realize how bad it is. <laughs> that, so he has to be 21 to eat a lot. <laughs> no, no, if you're underage, eat a lot and watch one and two and then three stay awake for but one and two you're gonna be like it's gonna make you not want to watch Star no, Wars here, here's how to explain episode one lightsaber battles and a lot of boring crap happens in between that's what it is it's cool lightsaber battles with a lot of boring crap that happens in between episode two is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life I don't know I think episode one's pretty good episode one's bad but it's not episode two bad it's not. If it's a, not, it's right behind it. Like, it's on its heel. It's, because at least you have cool lightsaber fights. You don't even have cool lightsaber fights in episode two. But you they, got Maul and Obi-Wan. Yes, yeah, so he's got that sweet mullet, dude. It's awesome. But think, episode two, what's the only cool scene? Obi-Wan versus Jango Fett. That is it. Because uh, that that's a cool fight on Kamino. No, and then I, when they fly up, the sound's awesome. I sort of like the fight um, in the arena. I think that's pretty cool. Not the acting. Like, when the, all the Jedis come, I think that's pretty cool at first. At first, it's like all of these Jedi's and then the it's kind of lame. When the clones, when the clones come, it's kind of stupid. But. And then the Yoda fight is just the most silly, horrendous thing I've ever seen. How about Mace Windu not killing? Oh yeah, he he has that lightsaber. He can kill all of them. Like he has that lightsaber up to Jango's head, and then he's just like, "I'm not gonna kill it." 
one it was so cool at first, and then he didn't do anything. The way Django dies is so stupid. Especially with the stupid little, like, the stupid beast or whatever. Yeah. I hate those things. So that, 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 that darn little tiger-type creature just missed. Just missed. Episode 1, again, it's cool answer battles with a lot of boring crap in between. Episode 2 is a romance movie, which belongs nowhere in a Star Wars movie. It is terrible. Episode 3 is a decent movie. He knew, he knew how to do Han Leia, where their romance was good. Oh, it was great. He had no idea how to do an actual, like, where both people sort of like each other. He had no idea. They both loved each other in, uh, uh, in the originals, but they didn't want to admit it. Well, that she, she didn't want to admit it. they're too prideful. Well, she was. <laughs> he was fine with it. <laughs> their relationship is, like, the best. I mean, the what best. really messes that up is when you watch episode one, you see that Anakin's about 12, and you watch episode two. He's 10 Anakin's years old like, in episode one. Anakin's, like, 20, and it's like, well, he was... What? And Obi-Wan, all he did was get a mullet. He, like, aged, like, maybe five like, years. Like, all the people you thought would like each other, you thought Obi-Wan and Padme would be all over each other, and then it's Anakin and Padme? Then you got the whole I'm weird... still saying, in episode three, Obi-Wan slept with Padme, and those are his kids. That's why he said Vader murdered his father, because he murdered him. So Vader's not Anakin, is what you're saying? No, Vader is Anakin. But Obi-Wan slept with Padme. Those are his kids. Yeah. But she didn't She didn't want Anakin to know. That's why she named him Skywalker. So when Obi-Wan tells Luke, Vader betrayed and murdered your father, he really did because he betrayed Obi-Wan. He murders him in episode four. Uh, but he, oh, new so theory. predicting new, the future. New theory. I got it. New fan theory. Obi-Wan is the father of Princess Leia. But anyways, watch four through six first because if you watch one through three, you won't want to continue and I won't blame you. If you can get through one through three, let let, let us know how what you thought. You can get through it after four through six because you'll want to. I think you will. Just, I think you'll be bored to death. You'll, you'll but you'll be like, episode, okay, I have to because I watched the original. You'll watch so episode great. one and you'll be like, okay, nothing can be as that bad. And then you watch episode two and you'll be like, what? It's worse. You'll be like, you'll be like, I have no expectations for the third movie. And the third movie's all right. Yeah, the third movie's like good, I would say. Because you got to think, if you're putting on Decent. a normal scale, I would say if you're putting on Decent. a normal Yes, but if you're putting on a normal scale, I would give it a seven. I would say it's good. Because you got to think, Star Wars scale is unfair because the fir- four through six are all amazing. It's decent. If you put, uh, yeah, I would say on a Star but Wars. But compared scale, to it's one to three, it's it, it is it's amazing. It blows <laughs> out. It's probably the same category. That's because, because Anakin got a little better as an actor. Yeah, he got a bit better. Natalie Portman was still absolute garbage. I have no idea how she transformed. I don't either. But someone got with her. Hank Christian, he's the one I thought improved most out of those two, and he hasn't been in anything. He's, he's not a good actor. He's not, but he did better in episode three than he did in episode two. <gasps> You go ahead. I'm like, I, I, I could be here all day hating on these. Uh, yeah, they're they're pretty bad. But anyway, yeah, I did three Battlefront Sundays on those. You should watch those. I did. Great. I so, them. So, not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to watch me play Arkham Knight again? No one. Actually, that one guy, Andrew Loss, on stream. Bro, you are the man. I don't know if he's listening to this. Probably not. No, hardly anyone gets through the first, like, 50 minutes. We're 52 minutes in. Anyways, we're going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys for listening. And, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Goodbye.